Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerds Adulting where grown-ups continue to nerd out. This episode is part three and the conclusion of our top nerd stories of 2019. Brandon from LRM Online and Ralph finish off the year with me discussing what else, Disney and Star Wars. Alright, so the last and final topic is essentially just a Disney all because that's how we ended the year with with Disney essentially. So this year we saw Disney Plus come out and they also released uh, the first episode of Mandalorian which has since finished and then also this month they we saw the conclusion to the Skywalker saga uh, with Rise of Skywalker which Brandon and I actually talked a whole lot about on his podcast for LRM Breaking Geek Radio so what do you guys think about Disney Plus given the fact that there's some interesting things happen with their accounts being stolen sold on the tour dark web because people weren't using good passwords that were <laughs> on password databases <laughs> yes that's what happens if you so if you guys haven't done this yet go to have i been been poem.com check your passwords and see if they've been so there's these databases of just passwords that have been found in breaches and something like say you were in some forum you were a part of five years ago and you use some password right that password is now in a database that has been breached that hackers have released to the public. And what they do is all these hackers, I call them hackers, but they're really not. They take these databases and they just run them across uh, accounts and see if they work. And that's what happened with uh, this Disney Plus issue of accounts being stolen. Is they, thought they were able to use these databases, get accounts, and sell them on tour. And the problem is, is everyone was blaming Disney for this, but it was really just the fucking idiots that didn't, that didn't change their passwords or use good passwords. And that was the whole thing with that. But um, I'm kind of curious to see what you guys thought about Disney Plus and The Mandalorian um, and, and finishing it off with Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to hand it over to you. I wasn't listening to anything you said, so it said that I've been breached on eight sites. So <laughs> <laughs> You just checked right now. So yeah, so that just yes. means that if you, right have, now. if you had a password and account with that site at that time you may and you're reusing that password for another thing that you know that you're using currently you may want to change that password so so 90 percent of the my sensitive passwords i use um LastPass. so anything that's tied to anything financial all exists in LastPass, and they're they're passwords that i can't pronounce well so. so what happens is they still these companies still have let's say you have a password with LastPass that is used with uh, Microsoft, right? Or not Microsoft. Let's use let's use uh, IGN, right? And let's say I, you log in IGN with this account, and all of a sudden IGN gets breached, and people get a hold of all these accounts, including yours, with the passwords. They upload these to certain sites on the dark web, and what they do is is people will reuse these passwords, like you would reuse the same password for something else, but. And then what happens is, is they go and they try to attack another site like they did with the Disney Plus using this known breached information with your account. And it so happens it lines up and it works and they get in. And that's what happened with these. Oh, so when I say it's a password that I can't pronounce, LastPass auto-generates passwords. Oh, right, right, right. right. Okay, yeah. So, so you're good. You're good then because they use different passwords for each one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But still, a lot of people don't do that. This actually happened to my wife. Someone used her Pizza Hut account or 
I'm sorry, a Domino's account <laughs> in Phoenix, and they she had a bunch of free pizzas, and they ordered like five free pizzas. <laughs> so, so yeah, nice. that, that's what happens. But anyways, another tangent: Disney Plus, Mandalorian, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, what were, what do you what did you think about Disney Plus and the Mandalorian? So Disney Plus, I enjoy uh, for it's like a multi layered thing. Uh, I think it's fun for me because of things like The Mandalorian and DuckTales. It's fun for my kids because they get exposed to a bunch of stuff like Disney stuff that they love. Um, my wife likes Dr. Pole, so I've walked in on her like watching a marathon of Dr. Pole. She's probably watching Dr. Pole right now. <laughs> and um, so everyone has something on Disney Plus that they enjoy. And for that aspect, I really enjoy it. Um, as far as the Mandalorian goes, it gives me the impression that Star Wars is for the small screen now. Like the thing that Star Wars was when people were younger, like our age when Star Wars first came out, is Marvel. Sorry, Ralph. I, like the zeitgeist is is Marvel, and Marvel from that perspective, reason why people stand in line to go in clubs. You ever walk past a line to go in a club, and people are standing in line? Like, what are you standing in line for? Oh, we don't know. That's what a Marvel movie is. I don't know why I said that. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Cut all this stuff out. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go with that. I was like, so from that perspective, I I think that it's a better fit for the small screen. Um, so yeah, the things that I have enjoyed the most about Star Wars lately. So listening to you talk about Fallen Order, watching Star Wars Rebels, watching The Mandalorian, the things that I've enjoyed the most about Star Wars have all been on the small screen, um, with the exception of Rogue One. So, I, you know, as f- with regard to Disney Plus, that's it. That's Star Wars for me now. You could say it's side stories, I guess. All the side stories instead of the mainline Skywalker story, or if you want to call it that. So I can't say that because I think that Solo is dog shit. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not as so, harsh on Solo as you, but yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so yeah, I. that's it. That's how I feel about those. Ralph, did you get Disney Plus? Did you watch Mandalorian? Hello? Hey, can yes. you hear me? Uh, yeah. So, um, what did I, uh, I, I fell asleep during the first episode of Mandalorian. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's where you left it? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I left it. Like, I felt <laughs> You're missing out, man. It's a good show. It's really good. I, no, 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 no. I, I probably think it's, uh, it's probably really good. I'm also a little, like, just Star Wars now, right? Like, I'm Star just, Wars fatigue. Oh, that's, I am. A little Star Wars out. It's like, amazing to me that people thought that superhero fatigue would hit, and lo and behold, like people were like, "Fuck Star Wars." Well, yeah. I think the problem is, is you get you keep giving us good movies, uh, a la MCU, versus keeping us crap movies like Star Wars. Not crap movies, not all of them are crap, but mediocre to not good stuff. People are gonna get tired of it, right? I mean, MCU continuously pops out entertaining, good, you know, reviewed movies. And Star Wars is not. And I think you get kind of tired of it. I mean, even like you said, I think you but felt I like exhausted even, at the end of Skywalker. Uh, like Rise I of Skywalker say, was the same way. I will say that even people have MCU, a little MCU fatigue, right? Like, I don't a, think so. So, like a little bit, they're like, okay, it's been like 20 movies. Like, we, it was starting to get there. Cause, when I don't you say know, people, man. do you mean you? Yeah, maybe no, you. No, I don't know, man. 
I'm just like, are you clamoring for the next MCU movie? No, but that's because I don't want to see a Black Widow movie. <laughs> right. Well, the Endgame was a good game movie, so it doesn't matter, right? Like I'm saying, I'm just saying these things as a popular culture, uh, especially Star Wars, which was very sparse for a very long time. And then when Disney bought it, it was just like... Open the floodgates. Like, we are going to just Star Wars... We're going to make this money back. Yeah. <laughs> just like, when they said a Star Wars movie every year, I was like, why? Like, Whoa, let, money. Well, let you know me... what the worst part about that was? In my head, when Bob Iger said that, part of my brain had the presumption that there would be a fucking plan when you would do something like that like so it's weird to me that you have marvel and a lot of this stuff you know subsequent to like maybe um incredible hulk seemed planned out in some form or fashion with these star wars movies you we know for a fact that they just made the force awakens and then they're like all right well we'll see what happens after that and They've had production issues with every single one of these movies, with the with the exception of J.J. Abrams on Force Awakens and Ryan Johnson on The Last Jedi. They've had directorial issues with every single one of those movies, even Rogue One. They and had to remake Rogue One from like, yeah, yeah. from like they had to the call in Tony Gilroy to fix yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it is crazy to me that. They bought this franchise and didn't say, okay, here's our five-year plan. Here's our 10-year plan for this franchise. And Kathleen Kennedy is just fucking, I don't know what she's doing. Mm. I don't think she did I, either. You know what? I feel so sorry for Kathleen Kennedy. I, I do not. So I, what? Why? I, just, I don't know. Because all the nerds hate her. That's why he feels bad. Because what? Well, I mean, all I don't hate her, but she definitely, I think, let the... F- franchise down i mean i don't know if it completely falls at her feet but she holds a lot of responsibility i think for the state of what star wars is in right now i think a lot of people talk about that the reason a lot of the reason why star wars is bad is because a lot of the thought process was maybe agenda driven yep not so mad at what hmm I said I'm not so mad. I said I'm not so mad at it, you know. I am. Because I, I said this on the other podcast. While I don't think that the prequels are good movies, it was apparent to me that George Lucas had a plan and a through line for those three movies. And I couldn't tell you what the fuck it is for these three movies. Yeah, did you and really think just, in the beginning they said, you know what, here's this character Ray we're going to introduce and we're going to build her story up to be the last Skywalker before they started anything with um, The Force Awakens? Did you think that's what they talked about? No, because they didn't. No. I or think that they would physically bring back Palpatine. Right. No, they no. they came up with that after The Last Jedi. <laughs> There's no way that they had any plans to do anything with him, no matter what they said. I think... But the last Jedi, I think Ryan Johnson left them in a very bad place. Like, the, but really that not- is a planning thing. Yeah, that's like me saying that's like me saying, well, I left my keys in the house, but I didn't expect my kids to like go take it and trash the car. Why did you do that? You were completely in control of that situation. So mm-hmm. it should have been. I don't know how they plan Marvel movies. I I couldn't tell you, but 
there has to be some sort of, okay, I'm going to make this movie. Here are the three things you cannot do. Don't fucking kill Snoke because I need him. That's mm-hmm. number one with a bullet. And that's nobody else's fault but management and the people that came before it. And you can't you, – there's nothing that you could tell me other, that would make me think otherwise about it. You can't say that Ryan Johnson left you in a bind. What did you do? Give him a bunch of money and then walk away? There are dailies. There are executives on set. There are people that have conversations. And that's what, but it seems like that's what they did. They said, "Here, Ryan Johnson, go make a go make a Star Wars but movie." That's my, but that's my. But that's my entire. There's no. That's point no plan. About, that's not a plan. Yeah, and that's my entire point about you can't say that Ryan Johnson left them in a bind. I, as the manager. And I, as the other executive producer, being J.J. Abrams, say these are the three things you can't do. Everything else is fair game. I mean, if anything, you could argue that Ryan Johnson left the like for the issues that I had with the Last Jedi. I felt like they Ryan Johnson left at least the story to take an interesting turn for the third movie. But then they just retconned everything. And I said at the, at the end of The Last Jedi was they need to stick. I said when we did our very first podcast ever, I said they need to stick with what Ryan Johnson's laid out for them. And they didn't. And look what the mess that they made with the, with Rise of Skywalker. They just completely retconned everything. I'll put it another way. If in one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, James Gunn killed Thanos, would you be sitting here telling me that James Gunn left Marvel in a bad spot? Or would you be going, Kevin Feige, what the fuck were you thinking? Mm. Letting him do that. Well, they did let him. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you don't kill him, I need him for Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I, you know, you know how I feel about uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah, um, yeah, I got it. But put your you know, put your feelings about people, that. And I think the thing is, a lot of people felt the same way. Like there are, I think the I'm not are, arguing. I think I, that's not. Possible. I think that the I think that the the people that liked what Ryan Johnson did in the Last Jedi, right? I think they are the argument that I'm making. I'm think, not making an I'm argument. Not, I'm, not, I'm for, not saying or, you are making it. I'm not saying that you're you're making it for it. Yes, you are right. The, the the people who were over Ryan Johnson should have said, "Hey, but I don't see this is the thing. I don't think that they thought that people were going to have such an adverse effect." To the things he did, right? I thought that he thought that everybody was just going to go along with the ride. And the problem was everybody did not go along with the ride. Yeah. Disney and all those people liked The Last Jedi until they didn't. mm -hmm. Point blank. Which, to prove that point, they tried to give this motherfucker another trilogy. Yeah, they did. (laughs) So... Even if you or me or the other fans, however we feel about that movie, Disney liked it. And they could never say anything different because they enjoyed working with him so much and they enjoyed what he did so much before the movie was released. They said, you know what? Let's tie you up for another six to eight years and make us three more movies. Mm -hmm. And I do think uh, it was on on, uh, Miss Kennedy to put like to at least get i don't know if ron johnson said he they talked to jj like once or twice like they should have been in a room for like a day not even weeks months (laughs) four billion 
dollars for this franchise. Motherfucker, you better be locked up somewhere for a month <laughs> talking about how you're going to make this trilogy. Should have, uh, him and JJ should have been in there talking. Okay, so this is how, this is where I want to go with it. Oh, you want to go this way with it? Okay, let's see how we can we can get those things together. Like, how can you how can you infuse the new and put in the old without making it seem uh, uh, without making it seem like pandering? Oh. Yeah, or disjointed or stuff like that. Like, uh, I think that they should really should have put it on, and they did. But but <clears throat> the writing that Ryan Johnson did, like. The Last Jedi should have been... It shouldn't have been a main line Star Wars movie. And that is kind of... That is kind of where I... I, Where I think... Where my thinking is. My thinking is The Last Jedi would have been a good movie with nobody... Like, nobody we knew. No Luke, no Leia, no no nothing. Right? And then you can tell that story. Right? You can tell that story at another place. Um... That's why they should have given him another trilogy, because yeah. for the exact thing that you're saying, yeah, I make us another one of these that don't involve these people. But I do we think like what you did. If if we're talking about this whole this whole Disney Star Wars, just the main trilogy as a whole, um, I think the 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 Last Jedi was their biggest mistake in this whole thing. I'm not saying that, that cool. it, yeah, it was. It was not saying that it's warranted, but that is where. They really split the fandom, like cut it with a knife. So then that can go back to Brandon's point, though. I think the biggest mistake is they didn't have a plan. They no, didn't, they didn't. That's the biggest mistake. Not that the it's Last Jedi was the biggest mistake. Didn't have a plan. Yeah, like did, but they, if you're it's saying it's if you're saying that movie split the, the fandom, look at Rotten Tomatoes for the uh, Rise of Skywalker. It it's, that is split down. Like nobody likes Rise of Skywalker. Um, like nobody. According, okay. Not according to Rotten Tomatoes, people are. No, no, I think it's like no, 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 sitting no. at eighty six percent. Eighty six percent audience score. score is high. Those are the people that are like, oh, I like some parts in it, but the movie's stupid. It's those type of people. You know, those type of people are like, oh man, I like this and I like that, and I, but the, nobody's saying that the movie is good, right? There are people who say Last Jedi is a good movie. There's some people who's, and I'm not saying that the Last Jedi is not a good movie. My point about uh, what, how I felt about the Last Jedi it was that it kept spitting in my face. Every time, uh, it kept spitting in my face telling me that I'm not supposed to enjoy the reason I'm sitting in this seat. Like, the reason I bought a ticket is stupid, and I should not enjoy that. And that's what I The Last Jedi was that doing. Assessment yeah, that is exactly what they did. Last, Last yeah. Jedi, they did it from the first scene. From the first scene of the movie, it did it. I think it's it was more, the first scene was more of like, it's, it's, fuck it what you believe. A, Fuck what you thought about was, Star Wars. This is this is my. Star I don't Wars. even think it's that. I think it, it is more about. So here, spit in your uh, face. God, I can't believe we're fucking talking about this movie again. Here's <laughs> what that was about. Here's here's my assessment about that. So, are you all aware the influence that Joseph Campbell had on um, George Lucas? I'm not. okay. I didn't know which Joseph Campbell you were talking about, but yeah. So Joseph Campbell, so hero stories and all this other stuff to include, and the person who had a huge influence on him was Carl Jung. All of that stuff. So not even just the hero's journey, but archetypes. Archetypes, which are all based in myth and influence in that way. That's what that movie was a rejection of about myth. But, but 
the end of that movie was also the acceptance of that myth. So where Luke was pushing up against that, he kept saying, like, you believe in this story of Luke and this myth and all this other stuff. But I don't have this. My thing to, was, hold up, hold up, hold up. But then you get to the end of the movie and he's like, I understand that that is what's required of me to save people. And it that is what makes it so powerful is that we as the real people cannot believe in myths, but we also understand that that's what it takes to inspire people. And the that's problem, why I really like it. The problem with it is that it's not a myth. You know why it's not a myth? Because we've seen it. We've seen it in three movies. We've seen so, it from his perspective, we, but what Ray is talking in, about? We've seen it in three movies. We saw what the Force was, what the Jedi of uh, what... Uh, what what becoming a Jedi, who Luke Skywalker was, we've watched. So it's not a myth. So him saying, oh, that is a myth. He's no, talking about a- from the perspective of the characters in the movie. It's a, it is, it's the thing that people don't like. It's the thing that people don't like about some parts of the Dark Knight series. It's a deconstruction of mythology. And if you well, understand, if you understand what this argument is. That would be that would be cool. I think that would be cool if, yes, some of those things were myth. But no, those things, some of those things are not myth. What we know of Luke Skywalker, what we know of the Jedi, what we know of the Force. You're talking about from your perspective. I'm talking about from Ray's perspective. I'm talking about from Ray's perspective. But Ray is basically the audience. I think that there are people – it's the same story of don't meet your heroes because there are people who in real life from your perspective who have done great things and amazing things. And when you meet them, they don't see them the same way. And the other part that we haven't been discussing is there's also an intervening event in there. So everything that we've seen him do that we all think is so great, the inciting event for his downfall – was his issue with Kylo Ren. And that jades no his sense. entire perspective of that no entire... Hmm? It made no sense, though. That jades his entire... What doesn't make any sense? What His what issue he, with Ren? No, the Kylo, him killing Kylo. Yeah, I think the, the, the issue that anyone has with that scene is that you see these visions of Kylo becoming evil or whatever, and then you suddenly just decide to kill him. And that's what a lot of people view he that. Decides to kill him. So that's the thing. That's not what he said. He said, I reacted. And so here's the thing. Pete, you've been a soldier. And while you've never been in a combat zone, you understand. Here, let's back it up. Luke Skywalker was trained as a weapon. He does not exist in the same place as Obi-Wan or Yoda. Those people grew up in the Jedi Order as druids, as monks, as protectors. Luke Skywalker grew up and his mission was you kill Darth Vader, you kill the Emperor. He is an attack dog. He is a weapon. And so if you put him in a situation where he sees... A Nazi, basically, if he sees his father again, if he sees that type of evil growing up, you got to expect that he's going to at least consider killing him. I get what you're saying, but that wasn't conveyed. That was not conveyed at all. He said the words. He said, he said, for a second, I did it. I ignited my lightsaber. And as soon as I did it, I felt shame. 
He said, as soon as I did it, the equivalent is a soldier putting their finger on a weapon, right? A cop going for their gun, even if they pull it out, even if they don't pull the trigger, it is the same event. And he said, as soon as he did it, he felt shame, but it was too late because Kylo Ren saw him. And then everything after that. And so when you say that it wasn't conveyed, he said the words. But it, he said I mean, it. All right, we're, I mean, I don't really want to get into 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 the last Jedi, even though we are. But I think the the issue there is that it, I think people have a hard time, myself included, uh, seeing how that could portray because it's his, it's his, he's been yeah it's his Padawan is somebody or somebody he's been training. It's his own nephew. Like I don't know that that for me. All the things you're saying are valid, and and have you very just good watched Obi Wan try and kill Anakin. Well, that was, More that, than that was he just killed a bunch of younglings. I mean, you just saw <laughs> it. You, you know, like he just but literally killed he kids. He sees a vision of the future where he might kill him. Right, but that that's something or, he sees a vision. Win. He sees a vision. He didn't actually do anything yet, and that what you're talking about. Anakin just killed a bunch of kids. You know, like that's that's a big difference there, but. It's, having a vision of someone becoming evil and then saying, I'm going to return my lightsaber on and almost kill them and then say, whoops, never so mind. I, I feel bad. about." Well, Again, he was thinking not, about it I, in that moment, but this is I, his, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to leave it at that, that right. because <laughs> I right, just, so back to, this back is deja vu all over again, over a year ago. <laughs> he said, I, again, I don't understand the difficulty because he says the words. He is a cop that went for his gun. He is a soldier that put his finger on the trigger. But, but this is his family. I, but, but, this is his nephew that he's training with. Like, if I was training I, with someone that I'm close with and I have visions of but them. You're talking about uh, the other part of what you're missing from that is I saw him become evil. I saw the evil that was inside of him. And I thought maybe I could stop it. And then as soon as I thought that, I knew that it was wrong. So he did the opposite of what he did with his dad. Right? Yeah. I think that so that's twenty years. It's over twenty years later. He saw his dad doing evil and said, "I can see the good in that." Instead of doing that with his own nephew, he didn't say, "Okay, I see the bad things, but I can see the good in him." And this is after Vader committed all his atrocities that he, you know, (laughs) so. So it just doesn't. Like I said, it 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 just didn't. Like I said, the 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 guy who plays it. The guy who's been um, Luke Skywalker. The idea is, is, is the passage of time. With Muhammad Ali said that if you spend 20 years doing the same stuff that you did 20 years ago, you've wasted 20 years of your life. You can't be the same person. And so the easy way to say it is, so the easy way to say it is, nah, the easy way to say it is, he's young and dumb. Because I think in the Return of the Jedi, he's only 23. 23-year-olds do dumb shit. So an older person, a wiser person, thinks, you know what? Maybe I could just nip this in the bud. And as soon as you do that thing, you feel shame. But, I would probably agree with you all had he not said that. But he did. He said the words. As soon as I ignited my lightsaber, he's trained as a weapon, and he didn't do it. All because he had but, visions that he is that he's evil. Like that to me is just, he didn't do anything But yet. you say that like the force isn't a real thing. It's true. 
That's true, but you can <laughs> you can see in this movie in these movies where they use the force to like explain things away. Like this, we're just gonna do yeah. this this way. But, I mean, I get what you're saying, and it all, and it all makes sense. I don't see it that way that you see it. I see I it differently. Trust in the force. The force is my ally. All of that other shit. Yeah, you saw it's what happened to, happen to Jedi when they trusted the force. Huh? And to that, and so again, to that point, to make that argument stronger, he was so upset by that the fact that he relied on his vision in the force that showed him what he thought kylo ren was going to do that he severed his connection to it i think that that speaks to the power of what he thought he saw i'll give you that on on his angry old man thing with the force i'll give you on that i I can see that (laughs) but the whole thing with him getting ready to murder (laughs) Choking. <laughs> you all right there, killer? Yeah, I'm choking it, on the last thing I'll say about this is the last thing I'll just say about the last It's Jedi. an easy analogy to me. No, it's so I, easy. You see, you see in our society all the time. But, but think about it this way. So he saw the evil. He saw the evil in Kylo, right? And he had a moment that, that oh, my God, if, uh, you know, I, I felt shame because I'm going to kill this guy because of all the evil he's going to do. So now I'm going to run away and let him do all those evil things. That yeah, because no that's sense. all he's. It makes perfect sense. It's all he's ever known. What did his masters do? What did Obi Wan do? What did Yoda do? That's what he's been taught by example. He's going to let them do all those things. The, the, you the mean re- to so you mean to he's tell me that, that in in his exile, in his exile, Obi Wan never knew about the shit that that Darth Vader was doing. That's what no, you're telling me? But that wasn't his mission. His mission was to watch over Luke. His mission wasn't to you know, take You know how he could have protected Luke better? Go kill the motherfucker that was going to go kill him. him. He, had, he had no army. Luke the left. best defense is a good, good offense. Luke left in a position of power. A position of power he was in, as Yoda would say. And he let them take over. For them to come find him. This doesn't make any sense. All right, I don't think there's anything else we can really get into. I think, <laughs> I think, I think we could talk about this ad nauseum this as we can. Is so great. Is it, that's why the the whole thing where people say when I listen to reviews, I'm sorry, I know you're gonna rap, but when people say, "Oh well, Star Wars is dumb anyway, and they're just dumb movies," and you know, you gotta let something say, no. They, 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 you gotta have some sort of people feel so passionately about them because they have to make sense. These things have to, they, they have to try to make sense. And and I understand where Brandon is coming, from, but they they need to make a little bit more sense on a surface level than See, they do. That's the difference. When, on a surface level, everything makes sense to me, and I can accept that you don't like it or that you disagree. But don't tell me that it doesn't make sense. Right. Because right. there are very easy analogies for what I'm talking about in life, period. I gave them to you. Cop, military person. Those are easy to understand analogies. So I can understand if you say I don't like it. I don't I, like that different choice. though with a cop and a family member. Like that's just different. Yes, I can see that if it's someone you were responding to an, in, an incident or a call and you think someone's bad and you pull your gun on them and you realize they're not. But in this case, it's just someone that he's lived with, he's trained with, he's known his entire life. He has visions. And that's just what all I'm saying. And I, why. Think the difference is, I think the difference is we don't know 
we don't understand the force in that sense. Exactly. Yeah. This, what does that mean? How powerful is that vision? Right. And I mean, it's. I see. I get what you're saying. I'm not saying that your points are not valid. And I could. You're just seeing it from that point of view, and I'm seeing it from a different point of view. It's almost like. No, I'm not even going to get into politics, but. Um, if he sw- if he had swung on him, I would probably be on your side. But he didn't, and I'm seeing it from the perspective of that he didn't actually do it thought the, action stop yeah so the whole thing hinges for me on that that visions that he had of kylo doing those things like how true are those visions like how what is that those are they the, is that true. i mean they were very does it mean that nothing so, he can do that it's it's inevitable and that nothing he would do and so think about it like this think about his what we understand about his experience with these visions. Remember when he was on Dagobah and he was like, I saw Han being tortured. I saw a cloud city. I saw this. I saw that. And Yoda was like, yeah, you know, the force and you know, the future, it's always moving, blah, blah, blah. Everything he saw was true. Right. Mm-hmm. From that perspective, what is he supposed to do? From the perspective of every vision that we know that he's talked about in the course of these movies in some form or fashion has come true, I can understand what he did, especially the shame part of it. Because you're right. To the extent that this guy is his family, he should have found a better way. But his finding a better way was interrupted by another act, and that was getting caught. But from the perspective of what his visions are, they've always been true, as you know far as we know. You know what's really going to piss me off? It's like an hour later from now, I'm going to have a better point to throw back at you, and I'm not going to be able to do it. I know that's what's going to happen. Just shoot me a message. Shoot yeah. me a message. Oh, I will. I just, I'm just, I just strongly believe from the perspective of what we've seen of his visions, they've always been true to some extent. He reacted the way that he's been trained. He's been trained like a dog. He's been trained like an attack dog. He sees dark side. He goes after it. He's not a monk. He's not a druid. He's not Obi-Wan. He's not Yoda. He's not. He's never going to be. That's why he uh, failed. Also, I hate when also, you do this to me. I really do. Also, <laughs> I refuse also, to give in. I think a, a, <laughs> I don't want you to give in. I'm just saying that's my perspective. A counterpoint that's to that is – I think a counterpoint to that is – Luke was training a school of new Jedi. Yep. He was training the next generation of Jedi, the protectors of the Republic. Yep. Right? And he had that one incident that he had, and it ruined it for everything. The whole Republic got blown to smidge, right? And then he left. Yep. Right? And then he left a map for the kind of find him mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that that was on purpose like uh, so, like uh, you don't know how I don't think I, I'd have and to then, watch and, and then the yeah. girl and then Ray comes up and is like hey dude they, they're fucking up we need to get back in the game he's like well nah we're cool we're good but you just explained why he wouldn't. You just explained why he wouldn't. Because it wasn't just come get back into the game. She wanted him to train her. 
She wanted to know what she didn't know what exactly. Yeah, she wanted him to train. Yeah, but her. you just explained why he wouldn't. Why wouldn't he? You because of the school, the thing that happened at the school. He so, failed. He failed miserably. I don't understand why you don't understand that failure makes people not want to do shit. But this is this motherfucker the, is sitting on an island depressed. In an arm because he failed. This is not the he's first time he's depressed. failed. This is not sometimes, sometimes, and that's like that's like saying as a boxer, that's not the first time you get hit. But sometimes that hit is a fucking knockout punch. And let me tell you exactly, what's losing this. But school, that doesn't mean you stop If my if if somebody gets knocked but out, but you're talking point. about you're talking about like not bullshit. But if he's a and that's why I say don't meet your heroes. That's what that was. If he is a real person. If he's a real person, then you have to be able to understand why that would make him not want to continue on. But he's not a real person. He's Luke Skywalker. And that's what I mean. He's rejecting that myth. You're Ray. You're saying he's Luke Skywalker and this is dumb. No. From the perspective that no, from the perspective that he is a normal human being. You like Luke Skywalker. You like the Force. You like lightsabers. You like the battles. You like the intrigue. All that stuff is dumb, right? But here's what I get. Here's what I get and the reason why I like it. Because it is he failed and he needed someone to help him understand why it was important that he come back. And then that's what he did. That's what he, like, you're forgetting the thing that happened. He needed to have someone explain to him why this was important. Yeah, why not? And here's the other thing. I'll talk to you about it. I will bring it back to you again. I'll bring in Carl Jung. I'll bring it back again. So he talked about the fact that there was a self. an uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to screw this up. There's the self. There is the collective consciousness. And then there's the consciousness, right? And all of these things have interplay in what makes a person a person. Once you can get all of those things working together... That's the integrated self. You can go through that cycle multiple times. You can be in it and then come out of it. What you're talking about where you're like, he's Luke Skywalker, where you left him, that was his his integrated self. At the point where we meet him in The Last Jedi, he had come out of that cycle. And so he had to go back to that. And in these heroes' journeys in these movies – there is a crone. Sometimes it's an old woman. Sometimes, and then there's another way to describe it where um, animus and anima. So anima is the female version. Think of about this. Me. You're 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 explaining all this to get to the point of why I should enjoy something that. No, is, I'm not trying to get you to enjoy it. Why you're it saying, makes sense? It does not make sense. It makes sense. I'm saying you cannot like it. I I get that you don't like it, but it makes sense. Like from a thematic, from a thematic point of view, it makes sense. From a story point of view, it makes sense. The only reason it doesn't make sense is because you're holding on to like this infantile hero worship because you're like, he's Luke Skywalker. Like if your argument is that he is the person that he is, that's dumb. I don't go to Star Wars movies to give up my infantile hero worship. I go to Star Wars movies because I worship 
the heroes. And I think that's why 95% of the people, 95% of the people go to Star Wars movies because they worship the heroes and they worship the lore. And it's a part of their lore. They don't go to have that subverted. All right. And that is the problem with that movie. But Ryan Johnson doing that. And, that's, and how, many people, that, how many people and that's can call I mean. back to Dagobah? How many people can remember that and reference that, those scenes that you're talking about and, you know, <clears throat> into the scene of him getting ready to yeet Kylo Ren or whatever, I think you know? People, I think the people that like Star Wars, the, I'm sorry, who like Rise of Skywalker the most are the people who can't. So by way of example... My parents went to see that movie and they were like, what the fuck was your problem with that movie? That was a good movie because you don't remember everything that came before it. That's why I said to my mom, like, you enjoy that movie and no offense, you have a hard time remembering movies that you've seen. Like, you'll be like, oh, that looks good. I was like, mom, we watched that together. And it's not that she has Alzheimer's. Like, she just has other shit going on in her life. My memory is such that I remember movies that way. And so my my recall of that stuff in Dagobah and the, the ability to relate it back to whether or not like how strong his vision was and how strong that feeling was. I, I just think, see it differently. I mean, yeah. And OK, so we're, I'm going to end end it here. I, I want to I think we've talked enough about Rise of Skywalker <laughs> sorry, sorry we slash slash uh, uh, <laughs> Last Jedi. But. I think that's just my point is what I'm kind of with Ralph on that whole scene was that we can't me personally. Cause I, I mean, I watched those, but I don't remember much from them. And I empire strikes back was one of my favorite ones, but I don't think I had majority of people can call back to the originals. Like you can and tie them into the movie, into that scene to totally get it. If you're just watching that and I've only seen a few of the prequels, I think the majority of people aren't in the same boat as you. They have the same perspective as you, including myself. I don't know if that's a as that's a good thing or a bad thing. Apparently, it was a bad thing for Star Wars, I guess, in general, because we're all divided. But I'm gonna leave it at that. I think you brought up some extremely valid points, and that's why I like have talking with you because uh, the perspective and the way you lay things out for me, I guess. And then I get mad because I'm like, damn it, I still want to believe this. I want to believe think this way, and then you just <laughs> fuck it all up. I'm not. But I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just saying, at least from my perspective, well, it makes sense. I'm, but I 100% get not liking it because for me in real life if i had met so i told you there's a picture of me and ty meeting the green ranger if that had been a shitty meeting that would have messed up everything that had come before it like my enjoyment as a child of the power rangers and like i'd probably still be bitter about it today yeah so i i i get your flu yeah (laughs) i i get that but I would always, I would never try to change someone's mind when they say that they don't like it. But when you tell me it doesn't make sense, it doesn't. that I would disagree. I that I would disagree with hundred percent. I think we could all agree to disagree on that one particular scene at this point. Um, <laughs> but all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there. Enough, enough, enough. All right, so I'm gonna I bring. Spoke. I have spoken. I'm bringing it to a close. We have talked a lot about a lot of stuff today, so I'm gonna bring it bring it to an end. I want to thank you, Brandon, for doing this. This has been 
bring callbacks to when we do our own podcast every week. So this has been really cool. Ralph, it's been a pleasure. I missed our Xbox days. You probably don't remember, but we used to, I remember playing with you on Bad Company 2 a lot. I think that's the only game oh. we played. Oh, and Battlefield uh, 4. I'm pretty sure we played a lot Battle of Battlefield 4. That was fun. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, thanks again, Ralph, for coming on. Uh, nope. Brandon, if anyone wants to reach out to you, how can they get a hold of you? You can find me at on Twitter at Sir Jonesiest. You can also find me on LRM Online, contributing to the website as a writer. And you can also find me on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. Yes, definitely check him out. He's got some great articles, uh, the Breaking Geek stuff. You also interviewed... Um, I can't remember their names now. It's I'm drawing a blank. He did a really good interview. <laughs> Some people. Oh, they were really good. It was uh, I can't think. What, what were their names, Brandon? It was a really great interview. I just want to throw that out. I've somewhere. done a few. I don't know. Um, um, the one that you just showed so, me for the the movie that they had come out that had come out. Um, oh, uh, Kim Coates and Harold Parno. Yes, that was a fantastic interview. I really enjoyed that. I was like <clears throat> totally jealous and like envy, envious of you. So that was check that out. It's really cool, Ralph. If anyone wants to reach out to you, do you have Twitter, email, or anything? Uh, nobody wants to read out, reach out to me. <laughs> if, if you don't know me, if you don't know me already, then you probably don't want to. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But um, that being said, we covered a lot of 2019 and other stuff as well. I want to one last thanks, and I hope you guys have a wonderful new year. And I can't wait to see what 2020 brings for us nerds in the future. Hasta lasagna. Don't get a knee on you. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Nerds Adulting. I want to give a special thanks to Josh Wick, Justin Laird, Ralph, and Brandon Jones for your support and contributions. I'm so grateful for all of your support. I also want to thank Nerds Adulting Podcast Facebook group. You all have no idea what your support and interactions mean to me. I'm so thankful and appreciative for your support. It's been a fantastic year for this podcast, and I can't wait for what the new year has for us.